you're gonna have like a soundtrack for it. You're yeah. gonna have like special, uh, how can I say, uh, sound for the beginning of the podcast. Already do. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I already have a theme song. You'll hear it on the thing. <laughs> you, can, you can hear me properly. Yes, I can hear you. It's not cutting or anything. Okay, cool, cool. All right. Yeah, I already pushed record. Hello, everyone. Welcome to 1000 Crazy Questions, the podcast. I'm your currently sane host, Houston Pierce. This is a podcast where I have special guests to come in every week and ask them a series of crazy, would you rather questions. Um, we get into like the psyche of our guests and uh, what they what they prefer. Uh, the questions range from PG to really messed up. They're all different types of questions. Some of them are serious, some of them are funny. And we just find out where the conversation takes us. Um, I take my questions from you, the listener, and also from a list of a literal thousand questions. I'd like to introduce my um, very esteemed guest. Um, I know him from a semester living in Alicante, Spain, to be specific. He's one of the good friends I made out there. If you wouldn't mind introducing yourself to the listeners, Matt. Hey, guys. Uh, my name is Matthew Guy, and I'm a second-year undergrad chemical engineer, and I play in a music group called Me and Mr. T. Okay. No, that's, that's my, that's my buddy, Matt. Yeah. Um, you're in Alicante, right? Currently? Yes. Well, yes. Uh, currently studying. I think you could say there's a town right next to Alicante. It's more like the student town, uh, which is called San Vicente, but it is in reality Alicante, but that's where the university is anyway. So yeah, you know, I'm currently in a sort of hall of residence, you know, you could call it. We don't really have that thing here in Spain anyway, but yeah, it's your neighbors are students. Everybody, you know, is basically studying at university. And the best thing is it's a five minutes walk away from, you know, lectures and stuff. Yeah. It's a nice place. <laughs> At least when I was there, you're very close and you could still use the school's Wi-Fi. <laughs> but, um, all right. So today, guys, uh, we have an episode, which means that you'll be able to listen to it with your grandma in the room. Um, we're going to keep the questions. Um, PG, parental guidance is going to be fine. They may be crazy, but not going to be too crazy. Um, there are two rules to this conversation slash game. Uh, there is rule number one. You must always answer the question. Uh, there's one exception. If you honestly can't make up your mind between two, just say flip a coin and we move on. Flip a coin just means like it's 50-50 for you and you really can't make up your mind. You flip a coin. Um, rule number two, uh, whoever asks the question doesn't have to answer it. Um, oh. Choose not to. Um, okay, these rules may not become important in this episode, given it's a blue band one, but they exist because if the questions become harder to answer, um, the rules become harder to follow. <laughs> but uh, all right. So those are more for the that rule – Especially rule number two really exists for the red band ones. But um, all right, if you have any different questions for me or any variations on the questions, um, Matt, if you want to ask me, um, this is a conversational podcast. So interrupt me. Let me know. Ask me the same question but different or whatever. Because sound sound. And um, a few disclaimers. A few safety disclaimers before we begin. Um, everything is hypothetical, listeners. Completely hypothetical or coincidental. Uh, not to step into anybody's toes, but these are just questions. Whether or not they relate to your life or offend anybody in any way, I apologize, but also no hard feelings behind it. Last disclaimer, 
Uh, is there any topic that you know you can't deal with before we do the podcast? Anything you know you can't handle, or you do you have any like inherent mental biases that you know you kind of have? Well, at the moment, I can't think of anything which crosses my mind, which might fit into any of these categories. So might as well just risk it, you know? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Here we go. No more intro. Uh, Question number one. All right. Would you rather Uh have Thor's hammer, you know, from the films, Uh or a lightsaber? Ooh, well. I'm going to say Luke's lightsaber, too. A loose lightsaber. Luke's. Ah, Luke. Okay, I was thinking loose lightsaber. What? <laughs> um, Promiscuous. Yeah, yeah. You would, you know, start to question a lot of things about that. About that lightsaber. <laughs> um, first thing that comes to mind is uh, I would want a lightsaber. I think it's because I've sort of been more attached to the Star Wars films mm-hmm. rather than the Avenger films. Even though you know, um, I really like those films as well. Don't get me wrong. But I just feel more of a connection. Yeah, and I think that, you know, if you have a lightsaber, I think you have other powers to go along with it, you know? So, yeah, I'm sorry, but uh, the blue color anyway, which, well, no, he had in one of the films. Um, Yes, Um, I also seem to like that. But yeah, you know, I think I would go for the lightsaber. (laughs) What if I told you, like, it's just a lightsaber, you're not getting any force powers, it's just a lightsaber. Like the uh-huh. itself. Well, I get the feeling that, you know, if I had Thor's hammer, yeah. I would feel like I'm at the gym 24-7, you know, because <laughs> that thing is that thing must be quite heavy, you know. Um, uh, but yeah, I'll stick with the lightsaber. Okay. All right. Okay, well, to play devil's advocate, because I also love a lightsaber. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, by listening to that, anyway. No, but I have a question for you, though. If, sure. instead, so you take away Thor's hammer, okay? Mm-hmm. Take away the lightsaber, mm-hmm. but if they gave you mm-hmm. Captain America's shield, okay, or the Iron Man costume, or you oh. could say, think which one would you go for? Oh, 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 without a doubt, without oh, I'd throw the shield in the ocean and take the Iron oh. Man. Like, what? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that shield's cool, but that suit, the entire suit is armor, and I can fly, and there's missiles and. Yes, the Iron Man suit. You could you could trash that shield for all I care. If I if it comes for the iron, if it's if I'm comparing it to the suit, man. You yeah. see, there we disagree, my friend. You know, I I'm what? sorry, but like Captain America, you have this swaggalicious look, you know, <laughs> when you got it. So I'm sorry, but I'm gonna keep. I wanna I'm gonna go for Captain America's shield. I'm sorry, but I'm just he's my favorite character. I love the Avengers. I'm sorry, I got it, but why? It's it's one shield. It doesn't cover your body like Iron Man's does. Shield covers you. No, but excuse me. You can like go into some sort of like crouch position, get behind that shield. You know, protects you from anything. Hey, you can even party with the shield. You get what I mean? You can even go out with the shield, and you know, people are gonna be like, "What? What?" You can party in Iron Man suit. He did that before in Iron Man. He li- in Iron Man too. He literally was getting drunk in that suit and walking around. And like showing it off and everything, you could do that with the with the suit. And like, I don't have to crouch to be safe. I'm just saying, like, it's a okay. suit of armor. I can see where you're coming from, but it all goes back to the you know one of the most important principles: style. Sorry oh. about the, the style you have. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I'm gonna stick with the, the Captain America suit. Isn't stylistic. 
Well, nah, depends. Do you like the colors on it? I do. Yeah? Yeah. But then, then you think it's heavy to wear. You know what I mean? Because, you know, you're walking around the street with God knows how many missiles and AR te- AI technology and all of that. You know what I mean? So it must be really heavy. Imagine that like, you want to go to the toilet quick. You can take all of that off. You know, with the shield, you can just put it on where the jackets are. Simple. But, okay, but I, he gets out pretty fast, relatively fast. Yeah. He yeah, but you're a newbie, though. You know, you're not wearing it 24-7. Imagine they give it to you. You've got to learn how to, you know, how to wear it and stuff. I'll, I'll wear it in a day. I'll get, you, I'll get so used to oh, that. Oh, okay, 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 right. <laughs> I'll be fine. I'm, I'm sure. Okay, all right. Okay, I'm going to move to the next one. Next question, but I think it kind of relates to the first one. Uh-huh. You kind of mentioned it. All right. Um, well, actually, maybe you didn't. I don't know. When you said that you had to be buff to hold the hammer... Oh, that got me thinking. Um, this one, so this one kind of goes to the second one. Would you rather be blind but really buff, or deaf but a really great cook? Oh, oh, deaf or a really good cook? Blind and buff. Okay. Deaf. I think. Yeah. That. Okay. If you're deaf. I don't know if you can go like sort of a bit crazy, not being able to listen to anything. Yeah. But uh, you know, I'm assuming that you can see while you're cooking. Yeah. <laughs> Is that yeah. going to be so sort of, Okay, fine. Cause it would be really complicated and yeah. a great cook. Well, if you have to cook for the rest of your life, then that's great. But now if you're blind and you have big muscles, you yeah. can't see those big boys. You can't see, you know, those triceps, those, you know, Big legs. I'm sorry, but you know that must be really annoying. And also being able to hear but not see. So, oof, it's a really, really like I wouldn't want to be in either mm-hmm. position. But if I got to pick one, I think it would be uh, deaf but a great cook. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I choose that too. But that's because I really want to cook better. And I think it really helps when you're a uni as well. If you can cook, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's, it's, it, okay, honestly, it's like, um, it's one of those things that's like, I don't even want to put this into words, like, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's one of the attributes that makes you more attractive to women, I think, I don't know. at least I've heard that from, like, some girls who are, girls who are friends, who I've heard, like, a guy who can cook is apparently something that's really attractive, um, that and a guy could clean, but I'm lazy, so I, I choose the cook one, you could eat, you know, like you can't clean a counter and then eat the counter. You could, if you cook, <laughs> yeah. you could at least eat what, you know, you make. So, yeah, no, yeah. but that makes sense. And also just you're know, going back to the whole girl thing, you know, why go out on a date when you're a chef? You can have the date Whoa. at home. Yeah, exactly. That t- you're saving some money right there too. Even bills, shooting bills don't come easy these days, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Seriously, man. Also, being blind would... I don't want that. I like to see. Tough. Yeah, it must be really like, tough. No, I don't miss music, but I just... I don't know if I can go without color. Like, or... Or light. Or yeah. Anything. I don't know if I could do without that. Yeah. No, my heart does go out, you know, to... You know, these people that... You know, tend to have some sort of disability. You mm-hmm. know, because... 
I don't think we take it for granted every single day that we can, you know, touch, smell, you know, see or hear. Yeah. So, you know, I think it's something that if you stop to think for a moment, makes you realize how fortunate you are. You know, maybe things might be might not be going your way during quarantine, or you might be having trouble with college or with your family, or you might have lost somebody. But you've always got to sometimes go back to basics or principles. And you got your health. You know, you yeah, got exactly. Your mind, you got your sight. You have your teeth, exactly. your legs, or something. Yeah, exactly. And. uh for me, that's really important. And, you know, just get a bit grateful every day. You know, that you can keep doing your stuff and keep being with your loved ones. So, yeah. God, yeah. that one. <laughs> we, we did get a bit emotional. Well, I went a bit emotional with that, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. But uh, you did bring something up, though. Like, um, uh, the reason I like that disclaimer for, you know, not sorry, everybody, you know, because, like, questions like these, be blind, buff, be deaf, cook, because, you know, there are people out there who are blind and deaf or blind and deaf, you know, People who are, are very skinny and not buff. People who can't cook. And um, I, I don't mean to offend anyone who is. You know, I just figure, you know, your life is different from, and I don't mean different about it, just different from my life. And I'm, I, get, I can only imagine having to live like that. So it'd be, it'd be challenging for me to, you know, lose my sight or my hearing or both. And, um, yeah, that's why it's here. That's why it's, that's why it's a question. I don't. I have the luxury of my eyes and ears, so I can't losing one of them is challenging for me. And, and your life, your life is certainly not lesser. In fact, you're actually possibly stronger than me for it. So, yeah, that's why too. Not to offend, but simply as a hypothetical question for those of us who don't know how it feels. Yeah, but you can still achieve. You know, you can still achieve really, really great stuff throughout your life. You know, with any disability you have, you know, you mm -hmm. see it constantly on the news, you know, someone's achieved gold medal in the Olympics, someone's achieved an amazing uh, GPA, I would say in your case, you know, at uni, you know, uh, being deaf or whatever. And, you know, uh, you can still go about a sort of normal life, you know, but the only thing it's, it's more of an uphill, it's more difficult, but you can still achieve great things. So, yeah. you know, had, you know, I clap for these people, you know, it's great that you know, yeah. they can still do things which are more amazing than what we can do. So, yeah, I think, you know, end that on a positive note and an optimistic exactly. note. <laughs> Speaking of disabilities, uh, would you rather have backwards knees or backwards elbows? <laughs> what? Backwards knees or backwards elbows? Take your or leg and, like, rotate it at 180. And that's how you good. That's how it's gonna look, pretty much. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, take, or take, and then take your elbow, you know, and like pop it the other way, and that's how it's gonna be. And like, right? Okay, right. Um, first of all, I wasn't expecting this. <laughs> no, but I would say, okay, I'm gonna think. I, I'm gonna think about myself. Okay. Like, okay, I'm, I'm, you know, I play college tennis. Oh yeah, you do. I play. Um, I'm the violinist in you know, me and Mr. T. That's true too. If I have elbows which are 180, <laughs> I'm sorry, but those that's like my hobby, my you know, things outside of education which I can't, you know, carry out, which things which I can't do. And I think I would have a really, really tough time. Again, walking out on the street with your knees 180, you know, <laughs> looking at opposite ends or whatever, that's not the best thing in the world, to be completely honest with you. But I would rather have that than you know, have a 
knee elbows, which are like, you know, a 180. Yeah. So, yeah, like, I think we'll do it because of that. But honestly, I wouldn't want any of it. <laughs> you know, any of these sort of things. Well, yeah. <laughs> would you, you know, I mean, I would want either of these. <laughs> would you rather? <laughs> yeah. If I have to pick. Um, but uh, <clears throat> I, I don't know. I think these could actually be kind of advantages in their own way. Is it like if you have backwards knees, you're going to run really fast backwards. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I can't think of that. Can't think of that. <laughs> you know, in those situations where you have to run really fast without looking where you're going. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And the backwards elbows, you're gonna you're gonna freak people out on the tennis court. I don't know, yeah. if you come up there like with your arms the opposite way, then you're gonna be hitting it like crazy, I think. Yeah, well yeah, you're gonna hit it like crazy, but I think in the opposite direction, you know. So I think it would really I think you Somebody who was playing competitive tennis with that sort of condition would redefine the sports, in my opinion. Yeah, they really would. Yeah. <laughs> they really, it'd be amazing to watch, actually. Yeah. Uh, I know that was a weird one. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it had to All be. Right. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm going to move on to the next one, though. <clears throat> right. right. I am choking over here. This coffee isn't helping. Mm. It's like room temp would you rather not be able to die from anything but old age like Uh you're pretty much like invincible um but nothing is funny to you and the color blue makes you cry very passionately (laughs) or would you rather laugh at everything but um like literally everything everything makes you laugh nothing's not funny to you but um, beating up old people makes you stronger. What the f- <laughs> Okay, now a disclaimer. To- <laughs> be sorry for my use of language. <laughs> no, it's fine. It, it's okay. Uh, uh, disclaimer to um, uh, to my um, what's the word? senior listeners. I am not ageist. Um, this is just, this is a would you rather, <laughs> and I simply wanted something offensive. Okay, wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. Out powers, so please excuse me. And this is hypothetical. Okay, Matt. <laughs> I can't talk. Hey, I have okay. five parents, and I love them. I would never, okay? I, I'm not. I'm wait, okay, so, <laughs> let me revise this, okay? So let me revise this question. So you're telling me. So Do the rundown. The question yeah. is so die of old age and not find anything funny. You you could only die of old age. You're invincible. Okay, so like at 90 or so, you die. Yeah, you only die of old, old age, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. And second one is find everything funny, yes. but what was it? Like punch older people. If you beat up older people, you get super strength. And <laughs> you have to punch older people, or you don't have to. Beating up old people, you don't have to. But it gives you strength. Okay, so in a hypothetical, you know, uh, world, mm-hmm. I can find everything funny, but never punch old people. Yes, that could happen. Okay. You okay. could just I- not beat up people. Okay, okay. But if I do, then I get strong, apparently. Super strength, yes. Oh, my God. Okay, right. You, can you, like- know, me. you yeah. know me. And I think you know which one I'm going to pick in yeah. terms of, like, my personality and stuff. So yeah. I'm going to ask you, <laughs> which one do you think I'm going to pick? And like, I, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. 
with you know with which I'm not gonna like change it last minute. But which one do you think I'm gonna pick? Knowing my personality. Hmm. 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 You should be fast at this. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. I want to get. I want to get this right. Although you put me on the spot, man. I don't want to. The world is listening. I'm trying. Not, I'm not trying to mess up. Uh, you. You would rather. Um, Oh my god, this is embarrassing. <laughs> you don't hate the elderly, do you? Um let's uh <laughs> funny about uh you um okay, you choose option number two. Correct. Oh, okay. Matt, you know me. Anyway, Paul a term of college. Um Look, it like goes against my character not to laugh, yeah. Because uh, I just like yesterday at the party, I was, I was like, I went to this house party, and mm. um, you know, I just found everything really, really funny, which it tends to be the case, you know. But in mm. terms, you know, day to day, I would describe myself as somebody with a sort of positive attitude, you know, um, quite how can I say, uh, optimistic, you know, about most mm. things. You know, how many exams I have coming up, or if mm. I've gone through a bad run, still optimistic as always, <laughs> which I still don't understand to this day, but. Uh, yeah, I would say that I would go for the second one, you know, like still have my funny sense of humor. And yeah, you know, um, I, I would think about it twice before, you know, uh, hurting the elderly or whatever. Because you know, I I th- Excuse me, but I think the, mm-hmm. the elderly are people which we should admire, you know. Uh, you know, from a, I think with time, they are not being, you know, admired enough, you know. Uh, seen in a how can i say a figure which we can learn from you get what i mean mm-hmm. in my opinion and i think it's people that we can learn a lot from and we should make the most out of it you know um but yeah you know with the first one excuse me but i don't even th- if i pick the first one yeah i, I, I just oh, i find it impossible yeah anyway who knows maybe in 10 years time i won't find anything funny yeah i mean the first one just implies you're an invulnerable person who just doesn't laugh and like you could survive a fire and you're not, you know, you're not going to die from anything but old age. So you're, you're, yeah. just, you're just a very kind of strong, stern person who is going to live to an old age. It doesn't, it doesn't find anything funny. Mm. And uh, the color blue makes you cry. Also, I wrote that there. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. I brought on that one. No, no, no. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know why blue would make me cry. Oh, I calculate. No, I can sort of see where you're coming from with that. But uh, yeah, I mean, also blue is one of my favorite colors, and I must say, navy blue is my favorite. You know, if anybody is interested, which probably nobody's interested, but I'm just gonna, you know, let it out there. Um, what, what's your favorite color? Because I don't think I know. The world wanted to know your favorite color. Don't underestimate that. Don't. <laughs> sure, we were all wondering what your favorite color was. Um, um, <clears throat> it's actually, my favorite color is actually blue too. What type? Not navy. More like a like a like a blight a bright blue burst. It's a little uh-huh. darker than the sky. Mm-hmm. Light blue, I don't really not that much of a fan of, and sky blue is okay. And navy blue is a little too dark. But I like I like a very bright blue like the one that shows up when you talk about the color blue usually like the very the brightest version of blue that's still dark like yeah that true blue you know yeah. that 
a very bright one. I can't even really describe. I mean, I don't know the word for it. I just say blue burst is what it seems to be, like a Microsoft Word or something. Yeah, <laughs> blue burst. Yeah, but, if no, I, but I, I get where you're coming from, and you know, in reality, if your favorite color is blue, you tend to appreciate all sorts of blue, apart from the one yeah. which gets really, really light. You go, I know, yeah, the one or which is really dark. You know, I think extremes don't tend to be, you know, my favorite, in my opinion, anyway. Yeah, yeah, I, I think, did that. Yeah, maybe, but still. Navy's okay, too. I like, Navy's fine. And so yeah. is blue, and so is aquamarine, you know, like that ocean blue. And yeah. yeah, it's all, I like all blue. It's just my, my favorite shade is like that middle shade, that really bright middle shade. Yeah. yeah. But um, I would say with navy blue, one of the reasons why I like it, and it might become a trending topic on the internet, <laughs> it's um because it just shows class i think i would say oh. it's a, it's it's a sort of color you would put on i don't know you wear a suit okay and yeah it does have to be navy blue but if you wear a tie which is navy blue or so then you know what i mean it just shows that classy you know, oh, yeah oh i agree 100 cool. uh, actually uh i i don't know where i heard this from maybe color theory or something but um the colors you wear to like an interview or a function really determines how people treat you. Really? And, yeah, man. Um, navy blue is actually, I think it's supposed to be like a color that emits trustworthiness, you know, like, like, like respectable and trustworthy. And the people who are coming in with navy suits are usually like, that's how they're seen. People coming in wearing like all black suits, like black, like commands power in that way. So if you're wearing all black suits, it's like, you're no nonsense. You have respect. And um, I think red, like a woman like in a red dress, you know, like a bright red, it's like very standout, but also means like promiscuous kind of, or, oh. you know, like very, very um, sensualish, you know, like a sexy vibe. That's why it would be with it. You know, I think a you know, red dress on a woman does look you know, very good, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. anyway. Yeah. Yeah, man. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but colors like really—I don't know where I even heard this from. But colors really um, change, or they even like subconsciously tell people what to think about you when you come in dressed like a certain way. And navy's the respectable ones, like the "I'm trustworthy." Look at look at me. Like I'm I'm here, classy. Like you said, classy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Classy, and respectable. Hmm. Right. That, I'm not the only one thinking that anyway. <laughs> well, now, now you, now you know. <laughs> yeah. um, all right, I'm I move on to the next one. The next question. All right. All right. Um, would you rather <clears throat> only give bad advice or only receive bad advice? Ooh. So only give bad advice or only receive bad advice? Ooh, that's mm -hmm. really tough. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I'm assuming that, you know, you're having to give, you're having to either give or get, you know, it's not one of, you say, oh, I'd rather get bad advice, but then you never want to listen to anybody. You've got to pick one. So I would say, I would say bad advice. So like I give bad advice. Okay. You know, because I think that when someone's giving you advice on any topic or on anything really, mm -hmm. I'm not going to say it's an opinion because it's a bit more professional than that in my opinion the word mm -hmm. but uh you can always choose to either you know apply it or not, not apply it 
you know but we're always having to make millions of decisions every day you know unconsciously and i think that when we're receiving advice i think we might be looking only to listen to what we might want to listen Mm -hmm. that i think that there's not really enough people out there who have an open mind you know who are like willing to take on board every single thing which somebody has to give you know so i would say that you know partly that because of course you know if you only get bad advice and you do pay attention to it mm -hmm. then it's tough but it's, you know it's a really it's it's a bit of a not messed up question but a question which you can debate Mm -hmm. you, know, you can use the opposite debate for it mm -hmm. so yeah you know because for example i might be saying that yeah i'd rather give bad advice mm -hmm. when the reasons i'm giving somebody can say oh okay then i'd rather you know uh get bad advice because of the opposite reasons you know for example i don't know yeah so yeah i would do that you know but that's um that's an intriguing question i, I would say i think your initial answer to it like how it's better to like how you rather not, you know, give bad advice to everybody because you want to, you know, you're trying, you know, you don't want to be the bad influencer, the bad, you don't want to be the one hurting other people, kind of. Yeah. I kind of, I think I really agree with that one because I don't, like, at least you're, the only person you're hurting, with, if you're receiving bad advice, the only person who's hurt is just you. Whether, if you're giving it, who knows how many people's lives you're going to mess up. Oh, yeah, um, you're right. You're right in saying that. Yeah, but then of course, if you're only getting bad advice the whole time, mm -hmm. the whole time, mm -hmm. at some point in your life, you're gonna listen to it and you're gonna apply it. Yeah. And if it's only really bad, you know, the outcomes. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, you're messed. Your life's messed up. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you can't. All the advice you get is bad. Yeah, it's gonna, that's gonna come back to bite you. Yeah. And anyway, in our cases, you know, as, uh, you know, um, engineers in the making. Oh, my God. Yeah, that'd be really terrible. <laughs> um, it would be one of those, you know, videos on YouTube, which you see where at, in some random place on the yeah. planet, you know, things are falling down and yeah. it's all a bit catastrophic. So like, if you receive only bad advice, like, you know, like you could just not take advice. You could just yeah. Back to do that, your yeah. thing 100% of the time and take the risk of being right or wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Did I marry that woman? Yes. <laughs> it's bad advice. Like, I'm gonna do it. Uh, five years later. <laughs> but um, if, okay. In my life, like just in my personality, I don't like receiving um, not advice really, but unwanted advice. You know, I that's actually a pet peeve of mine. Um, like just people coming up and giving me their two cents that, that I did not ask for. I, I, I could take advice. I could take criticism, but it's not, not just, I hate it. I hate taking it from strangers and, and unasked. Like, um, I remember there was this one time I was at the gym with my friend, right? We were playing basketball. We were kind of tired and we're, we're just resting on the sidelines. It's a free gym, you know, just open. And, um, we're just kind of taking a rest and this guy walks up. And, um, like, he's, like, what, in his middle age, he's 40 or so. You know, he's obviously, he was obviously going to play basketball. He walks over, he sees me and my friend sitting there, and he's like, like oh, hey, uh, what, what's going on? Hey, like, how, did he beat, who won, who won? Like, points to me and my friend, we both look at each other. I assume he must know my friend. 
is why is this stranger talking to us? And he's yeah. like, yeah. And he, my friend's like, and my friend being way more nice than I am, it's like, he's, you know, he's laughed, laughs it off. He's like, oh, like, oh, uh, I did, but he was only two points behind. And my friend's like six, six, right? He looks like a basketball player. Six, six. Yeah, he's six, six. And um, I'm like, I'm, I look like a shrimp when I'm next to him, but I'm like, I'm average height. I'm like five, nine, almost 10 or whatever. I haven't, I haven't checked myself in a while, but the point is like, I was like, Oh, like, like, guess what you gotta do? Like, you know what you should do? He like points to me. Like you gotta stay low to the thing. You gotta get low to the ground. Cause his legs, you, gotta, you can get between his legs and do all this stuff. Cause he's trying to play you out in the box. He can see us play. Like, but he's giving me all this random advice. I'm just like, uh, I'm just shaking my head in agreement. Like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. And things like, like, that's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. And he starts walking off the board like this, like with the jig. I know people can't see me, but like just walking off, like talking to himself almost like a crazy person. And like, and I turned to my friend, like, did, did you know him? He said, no. And I was like, ah, like it, it really messed up my mood. I don't know. <laughs> he criticized my game, even though he didn't see it and came out of nowhere and left out of nowhere. This old man i know he didn't mean harm and it's not like he did anything he said anything really offensive to me or whatever but it's it's such a pet peeve in me to receive unwanted advice mm. yeah. no i can see where you're coming from with that and i think you're thinking that way because your body isn't prepared or your mind is not prepared to take on board you know certain information at a certain time you know maybe you're tired from the game and the last thing you want is you know maybe I don't know, more to do with that certain topic. Your brain is going automatically to something else, you know, like maybe going back home and taking a shower or, you know, it, because it's already overloaded with sports. I would say it's a reason why you're thinking that way. But also, you know, it can get uncomfortable when there's a stranger who just comes to, you know, talk to you out of nowhere. And that makes perfect sense. There's people who have personalities which are, you know, quite extrovert. And therefore, you know, um, they cannot appreciate or understand in any manner uh, why people don't want to talk to them, for example, or why, you know, there's not certain times in the day where you can't talk or you can't, you know, like start giving advice to random people. So, yeah, but I would think like you, you know, and from that point of view, and I would, yeah, be like your friend, appreciate it, you know, appreciate the comments he's making, be, you know, a, sort of thankful that he's bothered to come to talk to me or to us anyway. But yeah, it's not something which I would really, really want to, uh, how can I say, live or, you know, it's not an experience which I'm dying to live for. You don't want it to happen. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, it's just a personal, like I said, it's very much just a pet peeve that takes me over the edge because like when it, when it happened, my friend was more or less unmoved, you know, unfazed by it. But I was annoyed and I was talking about it for a good rest of the day. Like, like, who is he? <laughs> like, it really, been, like, if it was my coach and I was on a basketball team and he was telling me, you got, you got to do this, I would listen. He's my coach. Yeah. I get you. That's what you're supposed to do. Like, and if, maybe if he, if he sat down and I knew he was watching us, you know, like while we were playing, I would have been a little bit more open to it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just this <laughs> – this guy got, got under my skin so fast with that. Oh. It sounds like at the wrong time, I would say. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah. Just wrong situation. Yeah. Man. 
I really detoured from the question, didn't I? <laughs> Give bad advice. We're sort of hanging in there, you know, with the question, but I wouldn't say we, we've, you know, really, really gone in depth with it. I think we've gone in depth with an example of it. But yeah, there's thousands of examples. Maybe um, people should comment or maybe give some sort of just opinion. You know, be like, okay, would you rather, you know, get bad advice or give bad advice? Yeah. You know, just like drop it down. Maybe start a poll or something. Who knows? Oh, you know what changes it too? Like, okay, what if we switched it to um, you only give good advice or only receive good advice? Then I think that makes it a bit easier because everyone's like, oh, I would receive or no, I'd give good advice because I want to do yeah. good for the world or whatever. Yeah, I would say um, it's, it's a really good question because you can really learn from a person's character, yeah. a person's personality. Are you more of a giving person or are you more of a, you know, you're very concentrated on yourself, yeah. I would say. I'm going to go about saying mm-hmm. if, okay? Mm-hmm. So I would only want to give good advice. Mm-hmm. I think it's because you're, if you're only giving good advice and you know it's uh, decent advice, you're already creating a really good vibe, you know, a really nice vibe with that person and you're giving. And in my opinion, if you give, that helps. And I know it's, you know, a sort of, you know, really, how can I say, uh, donating mentality and stuff. But mm-hmm. you got to think about it this way. If you're giving good advice, it's because you know what's good advice. So why would you want to get good advice? Hmm. That's, yeah, that's true. But, of course, you can always think, you know what? I'm not really interested. I w- I'd rather just, you know, get good advice and concentrate on myself. So, you know, but um, that's my opinion anyway on how to go about it. You know, if I'm giving good advice, I know it's good. So why would somebody have to give me that same good advice when I know, you know, it's, it's going to work anyway for me. So, you know, why sharing knowledge, a bit like uni, you know, you share projects, projects or questions to pass paper exams, you know, it's all in, it's all good, you know? So that's my opinion. (laughs) Last thing I'm going to say about this one, I think we haven't touched it yet is like, also if, if you only give good advice or you only give bad advice, people are going to stop trusting you. Or start trusting you, like they're gonna, um, yeah. Who's gonna? They're gonna catch on eventually. Like, oh, don't listen to that guy. He only he gives the worst advice. Or oh, you're talking to him. Oh, he gives the best advice. Your reputation is going to really start growing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I think giving bad. I'll say give. My answer would be give for this question, whether it's bad or good. Because ooh, actually no, give if it's good. Receive if it's bad. Because if you just give good advice, you know you're. Like you could affect more people. And like you said, your advice is good. So you don't need to receive any good advice. And if it's bad, I, I mean, I'd rather receive only bad advice because then I could just tone out everybody. But also I'm not hurting anyone by giving out my bad advice. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Oh, oh, well, you know, we, we agree on that. <laughs> all right. That question is fixed. It's done. <laughs> um, all right. This um, last one. This is the last question. Unless... Cool. Unless you want to do a bonus one or whatever. Oh, I'm up up for bonus questions. I'm up for bonus questions. Okay. We'll see how it goes. Um, (laughs) uh, Would you rather be able to control the weather, you know, like kind of like Storm from the X-Men? Yeah. Or um, be able to control the emotions of people around you? Ooh. I think 
controlling the weather. Okay. And it's very simple, my answer, mm -hmm. because trying to control people's emotions, which can, you know, affect their way of thought or their way of living, mm -hmm. in my opinion, mm -hmm. is playing at God. I think like playing at, you know, trying to be God. You're, so weather is like playing God because that's pretty godlike. I know from what we've been told anyway, but mm -hmm. then I don't want to interfere on decisions which other people are going to make unless, you know, back to the previous question, you know, it's going to have a positive outcome on their life. But, you know, controlling their emotions, it's a bit, you can really then relate that to relationships and stuff, you know, it might, if you've just gone through a breakup or you really like this girl in our cases, yeah, or guy, mm -hmm. then, you know, um, you know, for the girls or, you know, for both, you know, I'm just mm -hmm. saying, yeah, um, yeah. if, if you like really, really have feelings for them, but they don't have feelings for you, but you can control their emotions and have them have those same feelings for you. I think it's something that you might want when you're really in love with them, but you know, deep inside, it's not the right thing. And maybe it's because, you know, that person isn't right for you. And it's something which I think we should, I think comes back to another topic, which in society is debated a lot, which is learning to say no to when people, you know, tell you to do certain things or, you know, live by certain rules mm -hmm. or, you know, uh, not, you know, learning to appreciate what other people want to do with their lives. And, you know, if you don't agree with them, let them live by them. You know, so I think that's my opinion anyway. And yeah. <laughs> uh, but for example, you wouldn't you agree that controlling other people's emotions—that's a really, really tough task. You know, a really tough job because yeah. why would you want to control them in the first place? Exactly. Yeah, it's a bit taxing too. If you wanted to keep someone in love with you, let's say, like you know, you like somebody, you would have to constantly, you know, keep their emotions in check. So they like you, you know, like it's not a permanent thing. You're just, you're able to control it. So like if they, if they leave you for too long or get too far away from you, then that is just going to fade away and they're going to realize they're being manipulated. They might not know it was you because how would they, but it's still like, it's very deceptive, deceiving. There it is. And um, it's not, it's not honest. You know, you can't fake love or even happiness. Like if someone died and you wanted to make them feel happy, you got to let them grieve. You can't just make them happy. You no. Know, like, yeah. It's part of the learning process, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, it's not, it's not really fair to other people. Um, but if I can talk about the weather one, the devil's advocate, because I think the okay. people we have, that's, yeah. that one is, I think is very deceiving, but if you control the weather, you are making a decision for literally everyone in your town or everyone in your city by choosing to not let it rain or choosing to let it rain or choosing to make it snow or whatever. You are making a decision, a very inconsiderate decision for the entire city. And maybe everyone doesn't know that, but you'll know it. And it's going to be like almost like a godliest, a God task that you like, okay, what should I do today? Uh, the weathermen are starting to look at me kind of crazy. I don't know, like you. <laughs> you're gonna. Okay, okay I get, I get where you're coming from with this. And lives. Yeah. yeah, but you gotta look at it this way. Yeah. 
back to when you got the weather, you can relate it to the moods of certain people. You know, weather does affect mood, the mood that you might have, the way you see the day ahead. It's not the same way you can up at 6 a.m. Sorry, at like 9 a.m., for example, if we're on holidays or whatever, and seeing a rainy day, then a sunny day. You know what I mean? A sunny day, you're like, oh, let's go. You know, we can do all sorts of things, you know, make plans. Yeah, you can also stay at home, Netflix and chill with a rainy day. But you can improve people's lives, I think. Um, and also, it does affect businesses, whether we think about it, you know, restaurants, bars, mm-hmm. especially here in Spain, you know, you've been here yeah. in Alicante with the weather and it's loads of bars. Sorry? Oh, yeah, it's great out there. Yes, I live in Colorado. It's very dry. And um, when the winters are harsh, right now it's summer, so everything's okay. Kinda. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what's the we- like? What's the weather like over there in terms of, of you know, degrees you have there right now? Because for example, where we're here now, it's perfectly normal to be at twenty six degrees during the day. Yeah, that's that's good. Um, a good. Uh, we well, we use Fahrenheit, you know. So. Oh yeah. Right. Um, yeah. I know what I know what twenty seven degrees feels like. Thank God. No, 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 I know. I know. I can comprehend that now that I've been there, but. Um, it's like, what's good here? Maybe like a 75 degrees Fahrenheit. That's what's, that's what's pretty, that's, that's, that's like a good day. 85 is hot. 90 is very, like that's insufferable. 100 is burning. Um, 60 is a bit chill. And then anything below 60 gets cold. Mm. And Colorado tends to really fluctuate between 65 to like 85. That's where Colorado stays. But um, I was I was born in Texas, and um, oh. they're always hot. Like Texas is like eighty five and up for the most part, and humid too. And in, um, I also have family in LA. I've been to LA a couple times. LA's perfect. It's kind of like Alicante, but um, really? oh yeah, LA is um like it never rains. You know, there's actually a song. I'm not going to sing it, but it never <laughs> rains in Southern California. Oh yeah, I've listened to it. I've listened to it. It's one of my favorite songs. Me, yeah, you know it, man. It may be cold on the East Coast, but on the other, okay. Um, <laughs> it it ra- They actually had a drought like a couple of years ago. It just ended. Yeah, it hardly ever rains. Yeah, but um, I've never been to the north. That's the one place I don't really know about in America that what the weather's like. I hear it's very rainy up there. Mm-hmm. And New York is very cold. Yeah, I have a question though. Alicante, will you be able to compare it with Miami or Florida? Haven't been to either. I mean, wait, either. I haven't been to Florida. Sorry. No, I haven't been to Florida. Um, uh-huh. I'm going to go one day for Disney World. Oh? <laughs> I haven't been to Disney World or Disneyland yet. And I'm, that's a very sad fact in my life. <laughs> but I'm, well, you, you've never been or you have been? I've never been. I've never been to oh, Disney. If it helps, I've never been to any of the Disney parks either. So, and I'm, I'm still happy. That's <laughs> a strong subject for me. I've... I have one question, which what? is in other you know, places in America, sort of like you know, crossing into the question, interfering anyway. Yeah, <laughs> bring it. If a student from Europe, like me, for example, you know, in Spain, yeah, if I can go on Erasmus to America, mm-hmm. okay. Erasmus well, means exchange student. Yes, as you might have to. <laughs> I don't know, in, in the USA, it's called the same thing, Erasmus, or no, what would you call it? Exchange student. Yeah. So if I went there for a semester, okay, 
and I'm an outgoing guy, like parties, etc. But you know, looking for half decent engineering school, mm-hmm. you know, to you know, have uh, to you know, get some education anyway. Mm-hmm. Where would you say? Where would you recommend? Well, the best engineering school, or at least one of the best, if not the best, is School of Mines, and uh, that is actually in. Golden, Colorado, and I've taken a tour of the campus. It oh. is a very prestigious engineering school, and um, it's just for engineers. And it's uh, their reputation is like it comes very highly. But you have to be, you need very good, you need very good work ethic, and you need very good grades to like in, to get in, and definitely to stay in because like the, the dropout rate for the first year is kind of brutal because <laughs> it's so, it's so. <laughs> And the completion rate's kind of tough to look at, too, because it's such a tough school. Um, but that being said, they produce, like, you know, very prestige, very um, responsible and great engineers. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a couple, too, but mine's is, it's number one. So that's the one I remember. It's at the top. Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. At, least, at the very least in Colorado, but I think, it, I think it's actually in the nation, mine's. Yeah. yeah. And would you say, like, the party life is pretty good over that? In mines, I would not really say that. I know they have some traditions and everything, because I went, you know, I took a tour of the campus and I saw oh. a little promotional video. They definitely have a campus life, but I don't think, I think they have live-in, too. But it's mostly an all-guy thing. As you know, you know, the engineering field is kind of low on females. We need more if you're a woman out there, you want to pursue something, choose engineering, please. Like, air science, any science. Like, there's not enough. Um, <laughs> but so mines also falls the same. There's more men than women, anyway. So if, if there is a party, it's not, you know, it's, the, the ratio's off. It's, um, it's not the best party like the campus life doesn't seem to be the highest there's you could definitely go to a more traditional university and find you know those those rings yeah. that everyone iconically wants from a university party but it's interesting you say that about you know the female to male ratio in engineering because um here also in spain anyway um in most universities it tends to be the case I mean, they did do, I remember last year, a sort of survey for women, you know, like to find out how many women at my university anyway were taking, you know, a degree in engineering, any sort, you know. Mm-hmm. I think we had, in our country, we have uh, robotics, chemical, uh, I don't know how to translate it to American, multimedia. I don't know if that's the right yeah. word or not. Yeah, that's the thing. And I don't know if I'm missing one. Oh, yes, of course. Um, telecommunications you know engineering and it's interesting because the one which one would you say would have the highest number of women you know like the you know uh, in the engineering uh i would not i'll be honest i don't know at all i wouldn't be if you had to blind guess if i had a blind guess which engineering had the most females in it uh Mm -hmm. hmm uh, uh, shoot, good man. This is guys. This, you can comment down below. You can comment down below. You know, let us know which one you think it is before you listen to Caleb's reaction. Uh, civil, civil. Oh yeah, we do actually also have civil. Yes, I forgot about that. Well, um, you'll be surprised. 
it's actually well at our university anyway chemical and i'm not sure if that happens in other places mm-hmm. and you uh, speak to most of the women about mm-hmm. you know why they would pick chemical and i think it's the sort of it's that sort of engineering where you get biochem okay of course lots of physics and maths yeah but i mean the drug with chemical engineering is you know it's five percent chemistry 95 percent maths and physics but um you also get a bit of biology in it and i think it's something which attracts anyway those certain type of women which want to learn in engineering you know know that they can really change the world but they want to still have some of those you know basic preliminary classes you know so because i remember in my chemistry and biology classes the female to male the male to female ratio was not you know so drastically low on the women's end like yeah. it's engineering you know i think it's subjects which do attract both genders yeah but yeah. um it's very interesting you know i think it was i i'll just add one more thing to it because i don't really want to like go along to i don't want to really speak as much because we're sort of diverging the question but uh it's fine it's a conversation yeah what? you know um you know the psychologist jordan peterson okay i um, i think no, I, I can't say I do. Well, he, it was very interesting because they asked him about, you know, why there wasn't enough women in engineering okay. or why, you know, um, we have these sorts of ratios going on. And it's frantically easy to see because there's societies, there's countries which push for equalities on both, yeah? Yeah. Like the Scandinavians, for example, tend to push a lot to have you know an equal male to female ratio across all boards yeah and then other countries which don't do anything about it yeah which you know have yeah. fun you know pick whichever yeah. and yeah. you'll find that in would you think that in a scandinavian country mm-hmm. yeah they would uh, you would get you know uh, male to females yeah. on equal ratios across all degrees wow would, would you think so would you think so no i and i wouldn't know well, it's interesting because even though they're, you know, sort of pushing, sort of telling them, you know, go ahead for it, you still get it. You still get, you know, a, a high male to female ratio in engineering and a high female to male ratio in medicine and these sort of subjects. So I think it's mostly, a, it's mostly, I think, a personal opinion. And I think it should be something which, you know, we should try and push, just let people decide and do whatever they want with their lives. Yeah. I think... Well, I I, I kind of I agree, but I also think the push is good in, in a way too, because it, it with um there also being not a lot not a lot of females in engineering. There's also not a lot of well, people of color too, and that just it's across the board. You know, it's like it's just, it's just a fact. Um, listeners, I I don't know if you can hear it, but I'm I, I don't know if you can hear it through the you know through your headphones or the mic. Being sometimes I'm like one of the only one or two who who's in that class you know in, in the engineering course and that just kind of happens uh, i think and uh you know sometimes there might be no women at all or one or two you know it's i feel like there's not much of a i feel like the, the push would be good you know because i think the reason there's not enough women is because it's it's not it's not culturally expected of them to go in engineering, you know, it's kind of ingrained in, at least in America, I could say it's ingrained into women to be like, you know, stay at home moms, cook, clean, sew, and everything, even though we're not, we're not doing that anymore. There's, it's still 
it still resonates, you know? That still kind of happens. Yeah. You see a commercial, and there's like, it's about like a broom or something, or a Swiffer, or some cleaning utensil. It's the woman who's cleaning. And, you know, and no one has an issue with that. No one hits up their rise and said, hey, why is the woman clean? Why isn't the guy cleaning? I know. I'm not saying, if, you like, if you're a woman and you like to clean, whatever, that's cool. If you're a guy who like to clean, who cares? Whatever. But the point is, it's really ingrained into our society that yeah. we don't take scientific or jobs like that. And um, I think when it comes to people of color, it's just because like, of the disadvantage and um, systemic racism and stuff like that, that, we, that we're not in high education at that point. And that, that can't really be helped. But it can, but he can't. So I, it may be a fact of my life, but I'm not, I certainly don't say this to cry about it. If that's what it sounds like, I mean, I'm complaining, but I'm not crying about it. I understand why. I, it's annoying, but I deal with it, you know? It's just something that, that's there. But if you don't mind me asking, would yeah. you say that you ever felt uncomfortable in class? You know, like, for example, in Alicante, you know, with, with uh, in the first fluid mechanics class we took together, <laughs> or, um, and seeing, you know, everyone, you know, white people and stuff. Well, actually, we're mostly tanned in Spain as well with the sun and everything, but still, yeah, yeah. Mostly white, white, I would say. Um, yeah. Would you, did you feel at all, you know, in a compromised or in an uncomfortable position? Or no? Okay. Well, first in, first off in Spain, it, I, that was such a great experience because like I, Spanish people, they're, they look white, but not like their features, like he, the features are a bit different. <laughs> you know, there's, there's <laughs> Spanish people and American white people physically that you can just kind of see when you're there. But um, it, it, I didn't feel really, I didn't feel uncomfortable in the class other than the fact that everyone was speaking Spanish and I didn't know a lot of Spanish. And when the teacher came in, especially the first day, when, the te- when there was everyone in and the teacher came in and she was addressing everybody in Spanish and I was sitting there like just looking around, not knowing what to do. I was like, oh, this is a mistake. <laughs> I'm just I'm around the class. That was stressful in a different way because of the cultural language barrier and whatnot. But back here, back at home, um, it's, it's, um, it's not, I don't know if uncomfortable is the right word. Maybe, maybe it's because it's happened so many times that, yeah. that I've been the only black dude in class that I'm like, eh, well, here it, it's kind of like, here it is again, really. And my school is, they're pretty diverse or, you know, they very, they very much push for diversity. They're very democratic school. They love the LGBT community. They have like Black Student Alliance, um, Hispanic Student Alliance. They have a lot of that, right? But just, there's not a lot of people of color in higher education, period, really. So when I'm the only Black person in class, like, for example, I'll be in um, philosophy. I remember my philosophy class, I was one of three people or one of three or four people just of color in that class. And, um, you know, every time something was said that kind of involved, you know, in a little bit race, you people, you could feel the eyes kind of turn, you know, and like, look at you. Oh. And I was like, ah, it, it's just, and I, I, I swear, I think everyone who has darker skin in America in higher education can relate to what I'm saying. It's just an annoying thing. But it, I don't feel uncomfortable too much. Me, it's just my personality. I don't really care what other people think. I don't. I go about what I'm trying to learn in my day. So I kind of go along with it. It's weird, and yeah, okay, maybe a, a little uncomfortable, but it's not unbearable. It's not. 
I'm not going to stop going to class. <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't go to the corner and cry about it is what I'm saying. Yeah, I get you. And I think, you know, if you've had to get used to it, it makes sense that you feel that way. I think your brain or your, you know, the way you've been thinking has just accepted it. And yeah, it's a reality. You know, yeah, but the great thing is that if you've accepted it and you're embracing it, then keep going. And I don't think it should be something which really puts anybody down, especially nowadays, you know, whether you can show, you can see how much people want equality, mm -hmm. ignoring the color. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely um, a hot topic right now. Mm. I don't know how we got onto this. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think your original question, yeah. what? Uh, <laughs> I can't even remember. Oh, here, I got it on a sheet. It was be able to control the weather. To <laughs> <laughs> control the emotions of people. <gasps> okay. Okay. Know. We did really go off topic there, didn't we? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you know you made a good podcast when you completely lose sight of what you start talking about yeah, exactly i mean what on earth how on I okay i didn't mean i'm gonna off the soapbox now i did not mean to talk about higher education <laughs> <laughs> and it's in um in uh race relations and gender relations i didn't mean yeah okay <laughs> i didn't mean to go that far yeah we are we are covering an awful lot of ground in this podcast, aren't we? Yeah. I don't think I was expecting to cover as much ground as we are. So <laughs> That was the last question, man. <laughs> no! What? Uh, there must be a bonus question. There must be a bonus question. Right, bonus, we, bonus question. Bonus question. Do you, have time? Do you have time for a bonus question? We have time. We have time. Oh. Where we are. Okay. Most important question I'm ever going to ask in my entire career. Okay. Would you rather Skittles or M&M's? M&M's. Skittles. And <laughs> I mean, okay, I must say Skittles adverts. Yeah. They have their history. Yeah. Um, I think that I think you can find more of a sense of humor in them. Okay. But I'm sorry if you've been brought up with M&M's, even though I must admit, I can't remember the last time I had an M&M. Okay. I remember the last time you had an M&M. Can't remember. Really? Yeah. Well, okay, M&M's, they're, they're fine. They're, they're, they're perfect little chocolate candy. They're fine. But they're just chocolate. That's the problem. M&M's is just chocolate with candy coating around it. Skittles is it's a thing. You know, like, it, there's more flavor in Skittles. Taste the rainbow. I was like, <laughs> what, what M&M's is, like, what's their slogan is what I'm like. You don't even remember the last time you had it. That's how forgettable they are. I'm just yeah. saying. I mean, I feel kind of strongly about Skittles, man. Okay, last time I'm going to ask people to comment down, but um, <laughs> if, you have, if you have a favorite and you can't keep your finger still from typing, type down below. Yes. And I'm pretty sure mm. that, okay, if Skittle wins, yeah. then a cheeky giveaway is on the cards. A packet of Skittles. Oh, I'm. I really want to know what they say. I really want to. Yeah, please comment M or S below. M and M's or Skittles. I want this debate settled because this, honestly, this is a very hot button, hot button issue in the world, and we need to figure this out. Oh, 
Here, excuse me, but I think here's the first time in Spain I've come across it. <laughs> I must admit, I, I, do not ask me why. Do not ask me. I think maybe we have like the equivalent, maybe a Spanish label or something. Yeah. But, uh, but you guys have, Spain has skid, Skittles, right? Yeah, well, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had that here. But I um, don't think I've ever heard the debates before, but... No, I'm, being, I'm being dramatic. Sorry, the card, <laughs> I'm being I'm I'm just being sarcastically dramatic. But um, I do, I do. Some some people are that petty. Honestly, it's like Marvel or DC or Pepsi or Coca Cola. It's one of those things. Yeah, Android and Apple. It's like one of those things that you pick a side, and you die on that side. <laughs> it's one. Which of those one would you pick? Now that you brought it up, Apple or Android? That's an ongoing debate over here. Oh, oh, tell me what you want first. Tell me what you got first. You know me. I'm sorry, but Apple boy. <laughs> no, uh, I have my iPhone, and I'm really happy how that's uh, working. The thing is, I've, I've got I've got a history with nearly every single phone before an iPhone. Like I think I went for the Android version first. I think I got my first phone when I was I think 15, 14. Not entirely sure. And then um, that broke down after a year and a half or so, and I went for Windows Phone because I was like. Go for it. You're going to knock your Lumia. Let's go. And that phone was really fun to have. I think I was really, it was a different phone, and you know, and, but that broke down after you earned something. So I wasn't being particularly lucky. And then I had um, a Samsung, which was, you could say, Android as well. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's just since I had my iPhone after that, it's lasted me four or five years and can't compete with that, I'm afraid. What generation is that? iPhone. Well, uh, right now it's the I I had I actually okay you called me out there because yeah. my last iPhone was was an iPhone 5s, and then it broke down after five years, and now for a year I've had the iPhone 7 Plus and uh, no sorry 8 Plus. Okay. And extremely happy with how it works, how fast it is, and you know I can't say more to that. So. Yeah. I mean, I, I've never owned an Apple um, cards on the table. I just, I just, I just know I like Android and I, I just appreciate how like pretty much everything, like the layout, the little widgets they have. You yeah. Know? You can do a lot more with Android. I would say in terms of um, software, I think because yeah. Apple is very restricted, I think. Um, but I'm sorry, speed, easiness i think i would say of being able to use it and stuff apple for me anyway i know i know that you've got your android phones and everything and that's fine. <laughs> i don't know i don't know if we could continue being friends if you have an apple man <laughs> it's a bit hard i can't look at you the same way <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> no nah, i'm messing around but yeah I, I don't know why people are still trying to have that debate because they're they're kind of becoming the same thing right now. And like Apple's getting flatter and Android hasn't done anything to improve their like their features in like two generations. It's been kind of the same thing with better camera and faster speed. They haven't done anything revolutionary in a while. Or not even real, but they haven't done anything unique in a while. And yeah. Apple's looking more and more like Android. They're becoming the same phone almost. Uh, I would say that if there is one thing which Apple must improve, and I know what people are going to say, I know, and you can even half guess, I think, 
but the battery like oh god like the first year it's fine oh, yeah but after that it's a nightmare i've heard about that yeah android's pretty good with its battery i gotta be honest except yeah. for those exploding notes that happened a couple of years ago remember that oh i think so yeah i think samsung, so. the samsung galaxy notes they were exploding <laughs> the iPhones, the I don't know, I can't remember which model right now, but they were um, folding, weren't they? People were putting them in the back pockets, and they were folding. They were burning. No folding in terms of the structure. Folding? I don't. Oh, like what? Bending, like bending? Yeah, yeah. Folding? I. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't sit on my phone. I don't get those people. No, <laughs> but the thing is, if you're putting it in your back pocket and you're sitting yeah. down, of course your phone's gonna bend. Yeah. yeah so you know it's something where you should be careful but um anyway i don't think that's come back up in the news and i don't think it's a major issue right now yeah no that's a new one to me i didn't, I didn't hear that one you know but um we've covered a lot of ground though man from that's... um from like the bad advice questions to what race relations in the in our education to the apple and android debate we've covered a lot yeah, it's um I must say I'm really glad, you know, to have been in you know, on this podcast and well in this podcast, excuse me. And uh, yeah, thank you very much for having me anyway. Dope. Well, thanks for being here. I'm gonna um I'm gonna put my British accent on for a second. So please oh. excuse me. Just to just okay. to, just to end this. All right. I just uh, before we end, I just wanna hand the spotlight to you, Matt, and just tell us what you're doing. Like anything, you know, if you want to promote anything, you know, just tell us what you're doing professionally or, you know, for fun, like, you know, your band and all that. If you want to shout that out real quick. <laughs> Thank you very much for giving me the chance. Um, I play in a band, me and Mr. T. I think that's like the third time I've said it without, you know, uh, <laughs> anyway, um, you can look us up, um, you know, on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, DM me. If you want, on Mr. Geigerspieler, I think we can just like post it down below the links. Mm-hmm. And either Snapchat, Facebook, just, you know, if you want to have a talk or whatever, or, you know, have a debate which you want to have with me on any issue we've covered uh, in this podcast, just let me know. And apart from that, uh, I'm out. <laughs> Thank you so much, Matt, for being on the Thousand Crazy Questions podcast. Like Matt said, let me know in the comments if any questions that you'd like me to add or submit to the list of a thousand questions. If there's anything that you want to add, whether it's crazy, dark, funny, serious, tell me, put it in the comments. Get at Matt in the DMs. And um, everyone have a nice day. Don't check your voicemail or spotlight. Everyone, thank you. Stay safe. Goodbye.